Welcome to episode four of season one. And in these eight episodes of season one, we are building off the life compass idea from episode one. We're using one, five, and ten year goals to set a course for your life. The lines on your compass give you a sense of focus or vision. The lines are laid out before you as motivation to work hard every day to achieve them. And since you set them and are going fiercely after the life you want, they provide you both passion and peace within your daily effort, uh, that you're on the right path. You're working for a worthy goal, and that passion and peace results in personal joy. Look, this is summed up in my favorite quote of all time, a quote that is pinned on my Twitter account that I've made a part of every public speech uh, in the past 25 years and that I share with my kids or friends or anyone that is important to me or that will just listen uh, my junior high football coach and seventh grade social studies teacher, a guy named Tolbert Walker, saw me sitting in the classroom one day. I was sitting in the room alone, having come in early to skim notes for a test, and I likely looked stressed, hoping that uh, I would get a good grade, or, and the other kids were enjoying their break time outside uh, as much as they could. So Coach Walker comes in, and he was likely near 60 at that point, and he looked ancient to a 12-year-old me. But now at 50, I realize that's not old at all. Uh, in hindsight, I can still see 6'2", 200-plus pound frame. He had once been an All-American college running back, and I realized that I'd do well to look that good in 10 years. Anyway, Coach Walker simply said, Saragas, do you know how many bones a man needs to have a good life? And I just looked at him confused, and I was likely irritated that he had interrupted me trying to study for a test. He said, three, a wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. Have a vision, work hard, and enjoy the ride. And he kind of chuckled as he put his books down and left the room. He was smiling, at, at likely thinking about the vending machine outside for all I knew. But I remember scribbling down his riddle. Likely, I was stressed that he might ask that on a test later. I was the kid that took notes on everything because I was anxious that I might miss something or, or not get a perfect score on a test. So thankfully, at least for once, that anxiety paid off. And now almost four decades later, Coach Walker's gift, gift to me uh, still helps me. And, and that again plays into the early parts of this podcast that we do indeed have ripples or impact or legacy well beyond our years. You do not need to know Coach Walker, but if you hear his words through mine and put them to use, then his thoughts and his heart and his lessons live on. And that's pretty cool. So today's message to you is actually the coolest part of Coach Walker and his little nugget of wisdom. I want to answer the question of which part of your compass is most important, or in Coach Walker terms, which bone is most necessary. In terms of the last episode, which of the three things, a good plan, hard work, or enthusiasm, is most essential? I would offer to you that the most important one is enthusiasm, the passion you have as you seek your chosen path, or in Coach Walker's version, the funny bone as you enjoy the ride. If you have passion, then you can change or redirect or set any goal for yourself, short-term or long-term. And you will find that no amount of hard work or effort is beyond your stamina. And therein lies the real lesson within this riddle. Remember, the three bones or the three things that make up your compass are connected in a circle. 
or if you followed the writings of Hall of Fame NBA coach Phil Jackson, it's a sacred hoop. You hear so many out there question their purpose. They agonize over past mistakes or pain. They long for passion or meaning in their daily tasks. Uh, nothing sounds exciting or they struggle to find happy, uh, like it's some kind of island or some destination they will just land on after they check enough boxes in life or get up, get over enough of life's hurdles. But your answers are right in front of you. Your joy circles back to you like a boomerang when you truly sit and think and plot your course and then take steps toward your chosen path every day. And then you put your energy into finding your way down that road. If it's your heart laid out in those goals or that compass, and then you will find that you don't need to take big steps. You don't need some exotic success story every day to wow your friends. You don't need a bag of money or fancy feats or attention from the world. You might even have days where you stumble or fall or go backwards. But if the course is truly yours all the way, then you will still take joy in your sweat, in your attempt, in your work. As always, let me leave you with a couple of quotes from other people to reinforce this idea. I'm an average man, and maybe you are saying, I don't want to be average like him, or why should I listen to this guy or, or his old football coach? So the things I say to you have been said in many forms by many people far greater than me, much greater than average, right? I'm just average and that I learned the hard way uh, these same truths over 50 years of life. So I'll first give you iconic coach John Wooden, whose book, The Pyramid of Success, I highly recommend. I refer to it often, and I'm proud that my son can still recite the pyramid after I helped him memorize it as a 10-year-old boy. Uh, Wooden starts his pyramid that, of course, ends with greatness at the top with the two most necessary foundational building blocks at the bottom corners of the pyramid. And he starts with industriousness that he breaks down into careful planning and hard work combined. And on the other side of the pyramid is enthusiasm. And so does that not sound exactly like a wishbone or vision, a backbone of hard work and a funny bone of joy or passion? All I'm offering is that the, the passion or joy or enthusiasm is the gasoline for your life's engine. And miraculously, your very own engine, your emotional and intellectual engine can actually make its own gasoline. You turn the wheel, you set the volume, and if it's truly you, the how far or the how loud you go does not matter. You will be happy and you'll never run out of gas. Okay, if you prefer a non-sports example, I can give you Danish philosophy going back 200 years. In a book called Fear and Trembling, there's a quote that I will paraphrase. Faith is a miracle, but no man is excluded from that miracle. All men are unified by passion, and your faith comes from that passion. So it's my experience that the reverse of that is also true. Passion comes from having faith or confidence that you're putting your energy into your own carefully chosen road. Your outer life matches your inner heart. So if that confidence gives you passion and then your passion turns around and it grows that same confidence, 
you have one big self-perpetuating circle of happy. Okay, I'm picturing the glazed over uh, lost look that I used to get from players when I talk too much. If philosophers and coaches bore you, I can break it down comic book style for you with one of my favorite characters, Alfred Pennyworth, who was part butler, part security guard, part confidant, part father figure to the very complicated Bruce Wayne, who of course was also Batman. So Alfred nurtured Bruce Wayne from a young boy all the way through his transformation into the obsessed, notorious, exotic superhero that he became. Alfred gets no part of that fame. He asks for no praise or thank you. He just offers steadfast love and devotion to Bruce Wayne's well-being, sometimes through words of wisdom, sometimes through dangerous personal sacrifice. My memory from reading that comic book as a kid was that he, uh, Alfred was kidnapped over 25 times over the course of that series trying to help the Batman. And that's why I like Alfred. He didn't need capes. He didn't need a cave. He didn't need fancy gadgets. He didn't need an exciting life of fighting crime. Love and service to Bruce Wayne was his chosen path. And he had full confidence in that. And that brought him joy and passion. And that passion ensured that no measure of love or act of service was ever too great to what he wanted to do. So I'm just telling you, Alfred and Coach Walker were superheroes. And that's all I'm trying to say.